Welcome to the Real Estate in Michigan Audio Experience Podcast with your host and local real estate professional, Andrew McManaman. Well, it looks like I typed in the code, used my Michigander fingerprint, and turned the key and left the door open to our state's vault of secrets. I'm going to touch on things they don't tell you about living in Michigan. Let's get started. First and foremost, I have to touch on Michigan winters. Outsiders know how the winters are, but I don't think they really know how they are. I went a few days shoveling snow the old-fashioned way, and let's just say that didn't last very long. The next few days, I dropped some money on a shiny, new, beefy snowblower, which is the best investment you can make in Michigan. Just take my word for it, you'll be glad you did. And don't go single stage and assume you won't get a lot of snow. Invest an extra couple hundred dollars to get the two or three stage to play it safe. Unless you have a a baby driveway or a complex that consists of a sidewalk. It might be big and honky, but they have self-propelled these days and they basically pull you around. So don't think you're pushing that bad boy by yourself. The average snowfall in Michigan is over 60 inches. That's 5 feet, which may be hard to put into perspective for you, so take that tape measure to your wall and really understand what we're talking about here. In the Upper Peninsula, the average is like triple that, so you'll be on your roof climbing your chimney with that tape measure. Hopping on over to the next item on the list, rural versus urban living. It's no secret that Michigan is full of beautiful landscapes, and when I chat with a lot of -of out-of-staters looking to find a place way out in the middle of no man's land to get their own private slice of views, they don't realize what they're actually signing up for. I've shown a lot of homes in very rural areas off the beaten path, and for those of you that don't know, as agents we use our phones a lot to access properties, but I couldn't even get a phone signal to get the code to unlock the door, so I had to essentially break into the house by lifting a window from the outside because the listing agent wasn't available or a friendly neighbor who knew where the neighbor's key was. For the record, I did prove I was a realtor. Not only a cell service spotty, so is the internet. On top of that, I make it a point to make note of how far the home is from grocery stores, gas stations, and other amenities homeowners need. Most times we are talking 20 to 30 minutes for a commute, which is something a lot of people don't keep in mind when thinking about the ultimate private retreat in their heads. Another thing to consider when buying a house with no surroundings is the zoning ordinances. You want to make sure someone isn't going to put up a Walmart next to you or a junkyard, an auto shop, or something that you typically wouldn't see in a city that could not only diminish your sanity, but your property value as well. So what about urban living? We both know that city living comes with a price, but from my experience, my clients have been blown away by the homeowners association dues. Michigan has a lot of HOAs, but they aren't anywhere near the top of the list by any means. But no one ever factors that into their home budget. Michigan has an average HOA of $250 a month. That's $3,000 a year. So when you're looking around for a cool house on a lake or a structured community, make sure that amount is tacked onto your budget. I've mentioned this point a lot in my other videos about Michigan. Michigan roads, not only is there construction in every corner, and so are the potholes, which I'm sure you already knew, but my point here isn't about the bad roads or constant construction, it's about the roads in the winter. As most states do, we use salt on the roads to melt the snow and ice to make it safe for drivers. Well, since Michigan gets more snow than most other states, we tend to use a lot more salt, and with that in mind, our cars get the worst of it. 
an out-of-stater could drive to the mint and thinking we don't take care of our cars because they see a 2014 or 2015 SUV already rusting completely out, and that's exactly why we go out of state to buy our cars. But in reality, we just don't feel like getting a car wash every single day we drive on the roads to get rid of all the salt. Something else you probably weren't told about living in Michigan, and let's just say it has to do with all of our lakes, ponds, rivers, and extremely random weather, and that's mosquitoes. A mosquito's wheelhouse is stagnant water, and there's a lot of it here in Michigan, along with some years of having heavier rainfall than others. It's just flat out ridiculous. I also read somewhere that there are over 65 different species of mosquitoes in Michigan. So be sure to pick up some bug spray when you make a visit. You can thank me later. Next is a point I've touched on numerous times as well in other videos, so I won't beat a dead horse here, but Michigan car insurance is out of this world expensive. Since Michigan requires no fault insurance with a required amount of personal injury protection, it tends to drive the prices pretty high. So be sure to hop on your desired insurance provider's website and see what your car insurance quote comes out to be for Michigan. For me, I use Progressive and have two cars on it and I pay about $1,500 a year, which breaks down to about $62.50 a month for one car. We have good driving records and a few discounts as well for that. You may have heard it, or maybe not, but there is a feud between Michigan and Ohio. It definitely is no secret. I firmly believe that cops in Ohio see a Michigan license plate and find something to pull them over about. That's how deep this feud goes. I'm partially kidding, I've only heard that from a few people, and they were probably lying and got pulled over for speeding since the speed in Ohio drops down to 60 or 65 on the expressway instead of our 70 to 75. I think people just assume that since our sports teams are always head to head, it's simply just a created rivalry, but actually there was a war between Ohio and Michigan that started in 1835 during Andrew Jackson's presidency called the Great Toledo War. It was a fight over a 468 square mile chunk of land that is known as the Toledo Strip that's located under the mitten and stretches from west and buddies up to Lake Erie. In the summer of 1836, there was a compromise. Michigan gave up that strip in order to take on a larger chunk of the Upper Peninsula. Whether or not all the data I looked at is correct, Michigan had a thousand people on their side and Ohio had 600 people on their side. And from what I've seen, only one of the Michigan soldiers was injured. It's an interesting slice of history that I will link in the description if you're more curious about the feud. Nowadays, we just say Ohio sucks, but Cedar Point is the best thing since sliced bread. And last but not least, just do yourself a favor and start drinking Werner's The Pop, not soda, eat better made chips, and be semi-good at Euchre, and I think you'll fit in just fine. That ends my list of things they don't tell you about living in Michigan. Thank you as always for listening to my podcast. If you would, follow, subscribe, and leave a five-star review on the platform you listen to this on. I would greatly appreciate it. Stay tuned for the next episode.